Hey everybody, welcome to the Post Show Q&A, second episode for this week. Uh, Alright, so what we have here is TK Bay coming back a few days after we did our original mainline episode, uh, so that we can actually do a half-ish hour Q&A session, post-show reaction to the Apple event, where of course they announced the HomePod Mini, and then the full slew of iPhone 12s. Everything from iPhone 12 Mini to iPhone 12 Pro Max. Quite a few things to unpack here, as well as some questions and some thoughts from you, the audience that joined us in the Instagram live. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's just chill out for a little bit. It's myself and TK Bay kicking it with you in this post-show Q&A. Enjoy. My man. Senor, how are you, man? Doing all right. Let me reframe this just a little bit. There we go. Yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah, that should be okay. As as long (laughs) as I'm centered. Yeah, here we are. Should be good. All right. You ready recording? Uh, yeah, audio is recording on good. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> so this is actually kind of writing a wrong because what happened was last week when we recorded the mainline episode for Pocket Now Weekly, we did this half hour hangout afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then once I edited the mainline episode, I realized, oh wait, the event's happening. We should probably just get on right after the uh, the actual announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't want to leave you in the dust. So I wanted to be sure like, you know what, if TK is available, let's do it again. This will be on the podcast feed and it will be directly after the Apple event. So I'm actually going to edit this like immediately and you'll get this episode as well. So anybody Perfect. listening right now to the podcast version, uh, thanks for sticking around and for listening to the podcast. All right. Yes. So quick reactions from you about all of the announcements. I actually was surprised that when the event first started up, that we got something HomePods related first. I thought it was going to be iPhone all the way. And I, then, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like totally. Yeah, I, the thing is, I, wo- I I couldn't sleep last night. So I woke up like right before the event and I sat down and I hadn't even made coffee yet. And when I heard the word HomePod, I was like, ah, I'm going to make some coffee. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. TK has to reconnect. So how did everybody in the chat feel about the HomePods in particular? That's something that I want to hear. Because uh, we okay, have the... we're back. Oh, there you go. You're back in? Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what, I, what I was saying before, uh, before the disconnect was um, I hadn't had any coffee when the event first started. And then when I heard the word HomePod, I just got up and I was like, I'm going to make some coffee. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have I mean, a little bit of a breather. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you feel about the HomePod announcement? Uh, I'm surprised. I'm actually, I was surprised to see, you know, the smaller, uh, you know, not necessarily like, you know, I I guess it's a good thing that I guess people do like it for, you know, for a small home speaker, for automation, for using, you know, Siri integration. Um, It's, it's nice. It's cute. It's, (laughs) that's the best way to say it. I haven't (laughs) used a HomePod before. My, my, my primary use of uh, Apple products for most part is just like iPhone, like the SE, the iPhone 11 Pro Max. You know, and then I also use a MacBook for my PC, for my work PC as well. So it's one of those things that I, I I use as far as an ecosystem, but I've never gotten into the HomePod. But it's nice to see that there's more options, and uh, it sounds like it's supposed to actually be pack a lot of good sound, especially and even though it's smaller. Um, and then the construction is supposed to be really rigged. I, I mean, I like it. It's it looks cool. I was waiting for iPhones though. You know? I was yeah, yeah. Like, um, I'm like, okay, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of cool that there's like sort of a light on the top and you can, Mm -hmm. there's like haptic feedback and stuff like that. Um, All of the, all of the stuff they talk about when it comes to audio quality. I mean, that's obviously something you have to test for yourself um, because we've used the minis of Google and Alexa like a Mm -hmm. lot already. 
and all, all these claims of like heavy bass and all that stuff, it never really does pan out. <laughs> so it, it, It's a hard, so it's always been a challenge whenever you're creating a speaker system that works on individual pieces, right? So you're trying to mimic and give a good stereo, a full sound, but most of these units are sold in single units and you really like, you know, to really get the full benefit of the, the Nest Home Audio, you really need to buy two of them, which they do have a special for, but mm-hmm. you really should buy two to get that full audio experience. So, uh, and it's the same thing, you know, with with the HomePod. It's um, they're sold as a single unit, but the experience, the true full experience, that still needs to be tested to see how, you know, when when they claim it's supposed to provide all of these things, and when you get it in the hand. So we'll have yeah. to see. A few people in the chat are saying they're disappointed that there was no Spotify support. Um, I. I, a part of me wonders if the main reason for that is because they obviously want you to be in their own ecosystem, Apple Music and all that stuff. Um, sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sensing a little bit of, uh, you know, yeah, they, they want to gear you primarily through their service. I assume at some point um, they'll allow some type of casting functionality. I don't I don't remember. I don't remember even hearing anything about a Bluetooth functionality. So it's going to be where, because if if you connect it via Bluetooth, that circumvents the whole issue, right? It's supposed to be paired directly with the phone. You tap it, obviously you get them to pair, you connect to it. So maybe maybe Spotify can add some casting functionalities, but just not native. uh, Someone I actually know is in the chat, Chris Markovich. Um, Yeah, he says Apple wants you in their walled garden. And that's true for pretty much anything. Like I, I, I can attest to it that you can even see right now, I'm using my iPhone 11 Pro. I have the AirPods in and I have my Apple Watch. Like... The thing is, I use these because in terms of like our workflow and stuff like that, sometimes it's just easier to go to these mm-hmm. devices. Like like they say, uh, the Apple ecosystem is pretty easy and it's also, uh, in some ways, it's more supported than other ecosystems. But I will tell you, and I'm still working on my review. Also, also Jaime's working on his review of the Apple Watch. I'm doing my review of the Apple Watch SE. It straight up is the gateway drug. <laughs> it's yeah. straight up. It's the gateway it, drug of the Apple ecosystem is the watch. I swear. It's, it's, I, I, if there's ever been a situation where I've always wanted to just try something on an, on an iOS, it is the Apple watch. Um, I'm actually also interested into, into some of the new things they talked about with the iPhones. Cause that's also like there's, they've changed some stuff. Like they're trying to new different options in there. They're not just sticking to the incremental, just, oh yeah, this is a faster, slightly smaller, slightly, you know, all of those things. They're, they're trying to push out some new stuff. So um, I like the Apple Watch. I just, I prefer a watch that works on both systems. Like the <laughs> fair, watch, that's the fair. Because I switch phones too many times. You know what I mean? Like if you switch over to an Android right now, you'd have to switch watches as well. For me, absolutely. one. Which, you know what, I've had that workflow before where I've had like one watch for the day and one watch for sleep tracking and I've, mm-hmm. I would literally yeah, yeah. change it for the different situations. Oh, I think my AirPod just died. Um, let me see if I can fix yeah, that real quick. Yeah, let me see if I can fix that real quick. And I just got done saying that the Apple stuff is easy to use. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm back on. Um, all right, so why, why don't we go ahead and pop into the iPhone stuff now? We have a lot of questions in the chat right now, especially regarding uh, things that more or less might have been omitted. So I'll start with that. The first yeah. thing that they, that became very clear is that, yes, we are moving into an era where plug adapters and earphones will no longer be part of the actual unboxing experience. 
Yeah. Wasn't it technically the iPhone that started the whole unboxing trend? Like we all really loved the actual act of it and became a whole genre the, the, on YouTube. Yeah, it, exactly. And, and, and the plastic unwrapping and remove, it, it was that whole experience, you know, what you got, the stickers and the overall, just that, you know, excitement of what you got there. Now it just seems like um, more and more is going to just end up being a box with a phone. So I saw a few people on Twitter, obviously, when it comes to these announcements, we're all on Twitter, just sort of live tweeting and giving our reactions. I saw a few people saying that if you're not going to get a charger whatsoever in the box, Mm -hmm. uh, a plug adapter, I should say, or earphones, how do you feel about this notion that the price overall of the device should be a little bit lower than even if by like 20 to 40 dollars something like that instead of 999 maybe it should be 949 for example like how do you feel about that notion so in theory yes you you should be able to get the option to be able to if you are going to basically let's say buy the adapter with it maybe give you a discount or maybe lower the price um one thing to their credit that, that i was actually a little bit surprised is the fact that they stuck to their pricing this year they didn't really go up Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, like the pro, the eleven pro, eleven pro max, so eleven pro and eleven pro max both started at nine ninety nine and a thousand and eleven hundred, and they stuck to them. But you're right, you're getting kind of a little bit of a less on the experience there. I I worry that at the end of the day they're banking on everybody having adapters, but not everybody has the faster adapter. Some some people still have maybe a whole bunch of the original tiny adapters that can you know trickle charge your iPhone that is supposed to be this pro you know powerhouse of a device. Um, they need to either give us some type of a discount if you decide to pick it up at the time of order. So, you know, when they're pre-ordering on the on the on this Friday or at least compensate people and, and explain, you know, there's the OK, we'll reduce the price a little bit because we understand we're taking things out of the box, even though we're mm-hmm. technically giving you a newer model. At the end of the day, you are getting less uh, for when it's the whole package, right? You, you get this as a gift and you're giving it away. Now, you know, as the buyer, I have to buy this thousand dollar phone if you go with the 11 Pro. And then pay another 50 to 60 bucks for that charger now that, you know, you need to be able to pick up at the same time. So they just literally yeah. made more money by taking it out of the box because they're still selling the adapter. It's not like they yeah, stopped selling them. And not even just that. They Just like last year, they made it very clear, like, we love that there's fast charging now and all that stuff. But you got to buy something separate just to have the fast charging, which is always kind of frustrating. Um, I remember back in the day, we used to have that problem with like Qualcomm Quick Charge and now Apple sort mm-hmm. of put their own branding on it. <laughs> so it's like, it, here's it, our it fast charging solution and you have to buy it for 50 bucks. I And my only other thing I would have said it if they had switched over to maybe USB-C on the iPhone, if they finally switched over like they did on the iPad, that would have made it a little bit easier because generally more people have USB-C stuff. So if they have an, you know, if they're using an iPad um, or if they're using a MacBook Pro, they have a USB-C charger, right? By default, they already have things like that. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's the iPhone adapter that you need to buy uh, to make sure you get the charging, the, the right charging speed, even, even if you just want to get the fast charger, because there's going to be two models, right? The standard and the fast. So we'll have, yeah. it's a little bit of, a, it always ends up being a situation when Apple removes something or if they change something that people love. Like when we went from the big adapter to the small one for the lightning yeah, or that. I'm curious. I, I am. I am looking forward to what the unboxing experience will be like this time, since you know, it's a smaller box and all that. But we've already kind of had that that feel with a lot of flagship phones recently, where mm-hmm. like once we open up the box, I think it was Samsung uh, more recently that I opened up the boxes and then I was like, oh, that's it. So I had to create like seven more minutes of video <laughs> because there wasn't <laughs> much in the box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, if, if you think about it, uh, the Galaxy Fold uh, experience with the Fold 2 was a lot less uh, in the package because not only did they take um, 
the headphones, which was the the wireless headphones that you used to get with it, uh, there was a case in it as well. So they removed a mm. whole bunch of stuff. So I think as time goes on, we're getting less and less, yet still paying more, which is the opposite of what most consumers want. They always want to pay more. You know, they want to pay less and get more. So it's it's that. Do you really? Are you at the end of the day? Are you really getting the better deal, or is it just your you know, you're missing out on the little things that you normally get in the package. Again, it, it doesn't take away from the iPhone. The iPhone is still a great phone. Um, it still has a lot of new features coming in. It's just that when you open the box, that initial impression, you're like, oh, there's no charger. I got to go find a charger now. You know what yeah, I mean? Pretty it's much. I mean, not everybody is like us tech techies uh, who have, like, for example, I have a freaking Zendure um, brick over here with four different inputs and we have I like have, anchors and all keys. I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. Not everybody has the the same plethora. I think um, if if anything, Apple is probably uh, assuming everybody is like a reviewer where they have a thousand chargers. Most people don't. Uh, or at the very least, the one that you had before, which is kind of, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Like if you have the iPhone 11, you still have that charger and all that, then sure. But still, sure. like it's, it's a big it, assumption. It's, it is a big assumption, but it only that the charger that came with the 11 was a slow charger. So to to truly benefit of the pro features to get that faster charging, you do need to still buy a better charger. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a few people in the chat right now, just sort of uh, bringing up other details about the phones. Um, tech. Uh, okay. So based upon the based upon the icon, I want to say tech plover, but it might be tech p lover. Not too sure. You can correct me on that. Um, yeah. But. A good point was that he, uh, this person, rather, they like that the price was not increased simply due to the inclusion of 5G, which I think was one of those trends that we noticed happening in 2020. Every time mm -hmm. 5G was plastered onto the end of the name of a phone, all of a sudden it became like a $1,500 device. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it was, it, it's a... And I think that's why a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon. They just wanted to get the 5G in there, even if they didn't support everything. Um Apple did uh, like there's a few things in the in the in the announcement or at least in the launch event because I was actually watching it and, and reading the um, <laughs> I was do I was doing dual dual duty at the time watching the show watching everybody but then I was reading all their comments because I was, I was turning on uh, uh, text uh, closed captioning so uh, I did like the fact that they they brought it in with the same price and I do also like the fact that they gave you more you know the better processor you're obviously getting uh, better displays you're getting all these new things and they stuck to the same pricing. That is something that I'm hoping will also translate to other people, other kind of companies to stop trying to incrementally keep pushing up the bar and use 5G as a, oh, suddenly it does so much. Apple covered everything. I mean, they, they're supporting, you know, uh, Verizon to T-Mobile all the way. You know, they, they're, they're trying to provide us the whole package for $1,000 on the Pro. Um, and I think starting $699 with the Mini, which was a, which we kind of talked about last Saturday, right, with the... Uh, the whole thing we were talking about the mini. The mini showed up. It's there. Uh, it's a. It's an interesting device. I have to say, I, I was surprised uh, just from the sh from the you know the way it looked, and they had a big guy holding the small mini, and was like trying to are you trying to make it look even smaller than it is because it's tiny. And I'm like, why would a why would a person that is that you know with that you know like me and with this you know big hands or stuff whatever hold a mini and use like and a I'm using I'm going to be I'm going to use a different phone for this. Um actually you know what? I can use this actually. This is a um this is this is a SSD. Um <laughs> he was literally holding it like this with it, two it, fingers. <laughs> the the way the video looked, yeah, it was and I and I know what they were trying to do. They were really making it they were trying to drive that message. It's a mini. It's not the real it's not the regular size. 
and that her opening the cases one after another, you know, um, none of them had the uh, the push option, but it still made the push option. The editing was a little bit for me kind of like, I was like, okay, I get it. You're driving the point. It's a mini. We get it. <laughs> yeah, really hitting it on the nose. I will say, though, that that iPhone 12 mini is, uh, it, it's obvious where its main competition will be. And like people were saying on Twitter, like, oh boy, here come all of the verses and comparison videos that we're going to see with the Pixel 5. Because it's the same price, roughly the same size, both have 5G. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's here's the thing, though. Um, first of all, really nice to see that the smallest and the most affordable iPhone still does have 5G. So it makes it clear that 5G that's is true. no longer one of those big ticket items that just creates an expensive device. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, however, I, I was saying this out loud uh, during the actual event. I kept thinking, even when they were talking about UWB, the ultra wide band um, for Verizon, that mm-hmm. was supposed that is supposedly supposed to like uh, it's supposedly going to make 5G more widely available across the U.S. Even then, the fact that you can say a very specific number of cities will get it means in and of itself that 5G is not that wide yet. <laughs> like, no, no. It, it, it's the way the Verizon's presentation was. Um, it, so it was a little bit mixed bag, right? Because they also said, like, we're turning on our 5G uh, you know, nationwide network. Well, what, didn't you just say it's coming? And then how is it turning on everywhere? And it's a, the conversation was a little bit, uh, wasn't very clear, uh, but it also kind of, they always have to put that little asterisk at the bottom in ideal conditions or right? ideal circumstances. Yes, I, I pointed that out too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that to me was like, it's like the big, uh, yeah, only if you're standing at the same street looking at that state pole and looking at it and you're downloading. Yeah, that those scenarios were, uh, yeah, you know, but it is the same time, every, same thing every time Verizon explains it. It's it is fast. It's ridiculously fast. They can get to, you know two to three to four megabits down. Um, it's that's not the point. The, the The main thing is it's the penetration of market and also availability. I think more people will be running on the sub six hundred type of five G uh, most of the time. And oh, speaking of which, they also kind of did mention about that whole automatic five G, kind of like the on and off. It's not five G all the time. Yeah, if you remember that part, it only it only acts. I think they'll only access it when the maybe when the conditions are ideal, perhaps. I'm, so that, I, well, I'm I'm wondering how that's going to be playing a big factor on the battery because understanding that true. the system can can toggle on and off five G, but the, that means that it may be spending more time on the modem trying to seek out that signal, and if it doesn't see it, then it keeps it on four G. But if it sees it, it stays on. So there's always that switching. So we'll have to mm-hmm. see. That's one of the things that once you have it and you do the real world testing of it, using it on the daily and, you know, go out and take pictures and videos and so on. That's how you truly understand the benefit of, you know, it does that make sense. But uh, 5G on even on the cheapest one, I'm, I'm really happy. 699 is the starting point. We're back into somewhat of a reasonable price at this point. It's the mini, yeah, so- but it's reasonable. Yeah, so let's um, let's shift gears just a little bit. Uh, talk about okay. a couple of lighter uh, subjects when it comes to the phone. Um, I personally, even like you know, throwbacks and whatnot. I actually like that the flat edges are back on these on these phones. Um, mm-hmm. I never really was able. Like I think the last time I actually used an iPhone that had that design cue was like the five S. I think. Well, the, well, it started with the four, and then it went yeah. to the five, and it, yeah. Uh, when I saw that when they were doing the pan, I was like. Wow, you guys just took us way back to the iPhone four. That that look, that design, the flatness, the glass on glass, uh, it's nice. I mean, it it was one of their more uh, when they first came out with that design when they were leaving from the three GS. Um, a lot of people loved that. There was a lot of actually. Uh, there's a, still a number of people that carry the iPhone four 
because of the way it looks, because of the design that they uh, that that design brought in, the glass on glass that just looks very unique. So it's a classic look. I'm I'm, le- I'm happy that they decided to go back to it. And is across all of them. So even mm-hmm. with um, you made the point during our mainline episode that maybe I should give the Max model a, a fair shrift because it doesn't have the bloated feel anymore. You should you should? <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring just... up the Max again in a few minutes, but the but but before I do, because I have a I have a massive concern when it comes to the Max model. Um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up as far as design is concerned is the return of MagSafe. Um, that, was, that was a surprise. I was actually really like when they when when they started it, like at the beginning of that announcement, I thought they were going to talk about uh, uh, basically air power, right? I was just thinking, okay, oh, we're going to, you're having problems with charging it the right way. Use air power. Works on everything. You can, you know, whatever. Then, then they shifted to MagSafe. That was surprising. It's nice. Yeah, I so there are a couple of things about that. Two things that I noticed about the MagSafe presentation was, on the one hand, it made it very clear that they might really want people to just like focus on MagSafe as their main charging apparatus because it'll be oh. reliable. It'll just mm-hmm. like snap on. It'll be nice. And the reason watts, why I, I think, yeah, yeah, um, I think it was up to fifteen actually. Um, the oh, okay. uh, the the reason why I think this way is because after the MagSafe presentation was done, they they very quickly and almost like too fast said, oh, yeah, and then also it's still a lightning cable. <laughs> it's still lightning to use a USB-C, and if you want fast charging, you got to get a separate cable. Blah, blah, blah. And then like it was almost as if like they wanted to they wanted to just get that out of the way, like it was legal. <laughs> I was, was going to say, it's like a legal disclaimer. <laughs> Thank you. Move on to the next conversation. Exactly. Yes. So that was the first thing. But the second thing that I noticed is that um, they made a big deal about MagSafe third-party accessories, which I think are going to be third-party accessories. I mean, just look at this. I'm using a subcase case on on an Apple Watch SE. This is Mm -hmm. a very like Apple products are the third-party accessory kings. I absolutely agree with that. Here's the thing. I tweeted this out and a lot of people responded to it. Uh, How many people do you know? That will use the MagSafe wallet because it's quote unquote more convenient and it's easier and it's all in your phones and whatnot. But though, man, people are going to be losing their credit cards and IDs left and right. <laughs> it, it's going to be one of those. It, yeah, because if you looked at it right, it just sits in. It doesn't have any. It doesn't seem like it closes on it. It doesn't hold it. Exactly. Um, I've I've seen I've seen case manufacturers in the past make iPhone cases that have credit card holders and so on. But those are generally more enclosed and there's like a door. I think the VRS design makes it. Uh, I like the design. I, I like the uniqueness. I think it's going to be hard. Also, uh, MagSafe is not 100% proof, right? I, it could still, you could potentially still, as you're taking it out of your pocket, separate the magnets uh, away. That's really, for me, I don't know. I I like the design. I'm not 100% sure on the wallet side. I like the magnetic functions of uh, how they're going to work with different adapters and so on. They didn't really show how strong the magnet was because yeah. you know like how they, they snapped it on, but... They never let you, like, they never hung the phone. Can you use docking stations or like car adapters as opposed to having to have it sit in an adapter? Would it just magnetically connect or is the magnet strong enough? Those yeah, are, those are things I'm, I'm a little bit more curious about. Exactly. That's what I'm worried about is how strong is the magnet? Because like, and I keep, I just keep thinking back to like um, <laughs> my, my clubbing days are far behind me, but I just think back to those days when we had uh or we still do have them is uh phone wallets so Mm -hmm. to make life easier or rather to just not carry a whole lot of stuff you would put all of your cards and your ids inside of the case for your phone but what would happen when you lose your phone man like 
You lose your phone at the club. Like it, it used to yeah. be a used to be such a common occurrence. And maybe it is now. Like I said, I don't club anymore. But the <laughs> um, the thing is, for something like this, it could be just as easy as like if you imagine it's like this. It could be just as easy as a thief just going snip like that. But rather, they oh. might just take the whole phone. But still, like you could just exactly. grab it off the phone. Yep. So the, the, it's one of those things. You're it, it's unique. I like the design. I'm I'm just I'm a little bit um, skeptical of the of it yet. Just to, again to see how strong the magnets are. But it, I don't imagine that would be one of my choices. I did see one of the other one where there was like a whole sleeve for the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would I, the short, short answer is it's going to be up to third party accessory makers, and we'll have to see how they do it. Um, but I I'm really excited to see is will wireless charging work with that wallet case, or do you need to remove it? You probably have to remove it. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. And then also, one the thing is, once you put the charger on there, your cards are now <laughs> your cards won't work anymore. <laughs> well, they're they're also going to heat up, right? Over time, if it if it does work, but it's essentially generating. If you put it on top of it over time, uh, is there any issues in there? Um, NFC tags. Some some credit cards have NFC in them. Will there be an interface in there? Those are things I'm I'm interested to find out because. If you've ever tried to put a phone, like if you've ever put two phones next to each other that have NFC, they trigger each other because the mm. NFC tax starts rigging. That's uh, true. Some credit cards have NFC in them. So we'll have to see. It, it, it's yeah. interesting, but still interesting, uh, <laughs> I would say. couple last things. These are more remarks. Uh, the first mm. one is more of a remark than anything else. It's just that we don't have any idea what the battery capacities are. I even just went to the GSM Arena websites and it just says lie on battery. Like it doesn't, you don't even know yet. <laughs> Um, but then the other thing is, uh, and I, I, I have been reading the chat. I know if a lot of people want to hear reactions. Um, honestly, 120 hertz refresh rate screens or even just high refresh rate at all. Like the fact that they're not included in this case, uh, even though these are, especially with the pro models, OLED screens, which we're excited for, mm-hmm. um, no high refresh rate. How do you feel about that? I, I honestly, so going into this, I honestly thought, they were probably going to bring both. I honestly was expecting they were going to just, you know, take the message of speed down the, down directly to what it's supposed to be. Um, I think at the end of the day, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I really was. Exp- mm. I wanted to get that 120. I we've had they've had high refresh rates on their iPads. It's not something that they need to invent. It's there. Um, the the technologies that they keep pushing with newer displays, higher resolution, they're trying to push out more resolution, more pixels. Uh, you know, we talked about 1200 nits as far as brightness level. We're talking great, you know, technologies in their display. The new Gorilla Ceramic, uh, I forgot that it's like the Ceramic Gorilla Glass uh, t- technology that they're going. Yeah. But that ceramic one Ceramic Shield, I think. Ceramic Shield is what, yeah. So, and I was really hoping for that 120. And I, and when I saw uh, that there was a tweet, uh, I forgot the gentleman's name, John, John t- tweeted, he said, "If we see 120, I'll can't, I'll delete my my Twitter account today." I don't know if you saw that one, but it was right before the show started. I'm like, "Oh no, 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 no." <laughs> so see, I would never say I would never say delete my account. I'll say like I'll eat a ghost pepper or something. But or like, something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the way he said it, it, it that, that drove the message for me. Um, so it, it's hard for somebody to. So it, I'll, I'll I'll explain it in my the way I see it. For most iPhone users, this is not an issue because this is not something they're used to. It's not something they've gotten into. For Android users, uh, for our OnePlus friends, for our, you know, uh, Samsung, uh, you know, if we go to Xiaomi now with the 144, um, once you start using a device with that high refresh rate, with that form factor, it's hard. It's hard, hard to go back to say, well, I'm going to go with something less and that's an upgrade. So those are a little bit harder. So I feel like 
this is the game of catch up, right? We've had a thousand iPhone, uh, sorry, a, a thousand Android phones with 5G. Now we get the iPhone with 5G and maybe, you know, higher refresh rate would be a 2021 kind of thing, not a 2020. Yeah, indeed. I, I, I'm sad, um, but it's okay. <laughs> iPhone uh, users quick. won't have a problem with it. That's I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's what you're coming from. So if you're coming from a 60 hertz uh, panel, you're going to another 60 hertz panel that looks more beautiful. Yeah, it's just business yeah. as usual, really. Absolutely. Um, so now we can go to the pro models. And here's where my main concern is coming up is that I have said on many occasions before, especially on the Pocket Now Weekly, that I was not a, I'm not a fan of the Max models. Uh, like yes. a few people on Twitter have said since the show, like they just don't really like having large or just maybe too large smartphones. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly. it's more of an ergonomics thing. It's a quality of life thing, like I usually say. But there's but there's a big problem I have right now with the way that these pro models have been positioned. The Pro okay. Max model actually has updated camera sensors. It has different sensors than the regular Pro. And on top of that, even though this has not been fully confirmed yet, it looks like the Pro Max model is the only one that has the sensor shift technology for that main light sensor. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, I'm so mad at this because now, like as the creator, as the person took, who they, covers these they, things, they took that straight out of a, they took that straight out of Samsung. Samsung's been doing it with their Ultra models. Ultra yes. always has a different sensor, and I think they realize they're like, wait, what's the enticive? What do what do we want to do to entice people to go for that extra hundred? Right? Like, why would you want to pay that extra hundred bucks for? Yeah, they're giving you a reason. They're giving you the justification and. In a weird way, sometimes all we want is the way to justify it to ourselves, kind of like why I'm going for this pro, you know, pro max model kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It, at the end of the day, they're telling you like if you want the best of what Apple has to offer when it comes to you know their camera sensors and their experience, you're gonna have to you know iPhone 12 Pro Max it. Yeah, well, it's it's just frustrating because now I feel like I have to pay the extra when. It's like 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 Tech Plover just said, um, and I'm going to say Tech Plover. The um, the iPhone 12 and 12 it, Mini are the exact same phone, just smaller in size. If you get the Mini, which is perfectly what I would want out of that type of lineup, but in the Pro models, it's more than that now, which is just so honestly, it's just it's it is frustrating because now it's like I have to pay an extra hundred dollars and potentially mm -hmm. get a phone that ultimately I'm not going to be happy to use on the daily. So what might actually be the case is I'll buy because we have to buy the. To anybody out there who's wondering, we have to buy these iPhones. We don't have oh, relationships absolutely. with yeah, Apple. Yeah, no, no. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there is no, uh, there, there is no. The, you know, uh, on the sixteenth, we all show up and say, uh, "By the way, I've been using this for the last three weeks. It's a great phone." Blah blah blah. You know, um, yeah. It, it's going to be the everybody's posting pictures of their orders, and uh, hopefully, you know, <laughs> we all get our our phones on time. I'm I'm a little bit hesitant. I, so the the good thing though it's what we talked about on Saturday if for people that did get a chance to catch us on Saturday. Um a lot of the leaks were true. Uh there is mm -hmm. a two-step process here to, and the, so the the 12 the 12 and the uh if I'm not mistaken so the 12 and the the 12 and the Pro, no wait. Yeah, the, so 12, the 12 and the Pro are going to be on order on this Friday. Six, yeah, and then the Mini and the Max um are going to be on the 13th. Uh, sorry, the 6th, 6th of November with availability on the 13th. Yes. So so the question would be this, is would you go for the Pro now knowing that the Pro Max is going to be the one that you ultimately get? Or would you... So here's here's what's going to happen. And I, I hope nobody from Apple is watching because this could ban me from Apple stores. I'm going to get the Pro immediately. Mm -hmm. And that's the one I'm going to keep. I'm going to get the Pro Max, review it in two weeks, and take it back. 
<laughs> you know, and, and you are trying it. You are trying it. It could win you over, and, and maybe you end up being, you know, a, a, a convert to the max side. That's I could I be. Say. I could be. You never know. I agree with that. Uh, what's yes. funny about it, though, is that the videos that will come out ultimately for the Pro Max, for people like us who have to buy it later, will mm -hmm. probably just be slight updates to what the Pro provides. It's just going to be a few things like a slightly larger screen and the sensor shift and the sensors. Yeah. Absolutely, it's it's going to be more of a camera uh, a camera focused video. Um, I'm 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 really the I'm going to have to think very hard about what I want to do. The only thing for me is whichever one I'm going to get a mini. Actually, gonna... I forgot to say that I'm going to get a mini for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I want to no, try. It. And and I think the mini is, the mini will be basically its own experience because it, in a way I feel like so physically I think from I remember I said it's the same size as the iPhone eight, which is if I'm not mistaken the same size as the iPhone. Isn't the 8 and the 7 the same size, which mean it's mm -hmm. physically the same size as the SE, just a bigger display? Yeah, that's true. And flat size. Well, yeah, absolutely. So you, you get the newer design, obviously, but it's for, from my point of view, I feel like that on its own will be good coverage. So it's it's going to be a hard, hard holiday season. Let's just say that. The wallet <laughs> the wallet will definitely be exercising. This uh, Well, actually, it won't be exercising. It'll be empty. That's how yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything you get goes out. <laughs> so I got I got to figure out what the what the actual timeline will be because as usual I would want to trade in my current one, which is this 11 Pro, to get the mm -hmm. 12 Pro. But then I don't know. Like the this is what it's like to be a YouTuber, guys. Like you have to keep thinking to yourself, like, do I want to keep it so that I can do a comparison? Like you have to think that way sometimes, and it's really it's really annoying to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I'll probably be... trade it in for the uh, I'll trade it in for the 12 Pro, and then when the Pro Max happens, I'll I'll, I'll do the uh, I'll do what they call the Amazon review status. Like you get it for a couple <laughs> weeks, then you then you return it. And especially since you know what that is literally a review process, though. Like if I am able to decide in the return window that I don't want it anymore, then that is a true review. That is honestly how I feel. Absolutely, yeah, no, and and and. I my hope is that you'll you'll see the the benefit of it, but we'll have to see. Because as you said, with the flatter sides, it actually does feel a little bit smaller uh, as far as the yeah. form. Ultimately, fit. I do it, think so. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you were saying earlier, that Samsung's been differentiating the Ultra models. I'm just putting this out there. As much as I love the Note 20 Ultra, because it is the Ultra, because it is bigger than my quality of life demands, I don't use it anymore. So... I'm talking to you right now on the Z Fold. I'm, I'm actually video conferencing with you on the Z Fold 2. That's, oh, that's how much I want to make sure. Uh, I watched the whole event as I was dual ma managing two meetings on the Z Fold 2 because I wanted to enjoy my content. There is a plus to having a bigger display. Oh, I agree. And I agree one, there's a plus. One I of these days when we're able to sit down, we'll get together, we'll sit down on it and you know, I'll have a nice meal. And I'll just bring you over to the to the uh, Mac side. It should be easy. That's not the one. You know what? This is this this is this is what I will always come back to is the there are there's the aha moments when it comes to big yeah. screens, but there are also aha moments when it comes to the smaller phones. Like for example, and I've I've said this before. Um, you just said we're gonna have a meal together. Well, this is the reason why I will go for the smaller phones. Pixel three A. The five is in my head right now, but Pixel three A a year ago. Phone in one hand, ramen in the other. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> ah, dang it. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But, uh, and, and I hope, hopefully, you know, in the near future, we'll be able to, to have another that, meal yeah. together and hang out and, and, you know, kick back. And the weather gets better, too. And hopefully, we'll get through this another heat season that we're going through. For sure. Heat week. Uh, before we go too far into the time, I know that you have another meeting coming up. Um, uh, any final thoughts, anything that we might have missed, anything you want to just throw out there before we let you go? Uh, so, for me, honestly... I'm 
like as, as I said, it's kind of like before. I, I was I was surprised and shocked, and you know, and and of course disappointed in certain things. Um, at the end of the day, Apple does know how to make great video cameras and cameras mm-hmm. that do great in video. I'm looking forward to checking out some, especially the lidar technology that they were talking about, the raw photography option that's going to come out later on. There's a lot of other things that they're also kind of touting. They also said they would be coming out later in an update. So there's things that are not going to be available right at launch. Um, uh, I'm happy that they have that they're starting to focus more on a smaller form factor. It's no longer just the SE SE twenty twenty. Now we're going to start seeing you know latest and greatest kind of an SE uh, line of devices. Um, it's six ninety nine, but it's still technically the same size as the SE twenty twenty. So I'm interested to see that experience. Uh, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that compares. And, and as you said, um, if there's anything we can say that it actually is for the most part going for our friend right here. So it is mm-hmm. kind of. Directly targeting, I, that's what you get when somebody goes first. The other person gets copy. Uh, but it also could also go against the um, the uh, S20 SE, uh, FE because that's also six nine. Uh, that's true. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get ahead of that one because that's in the queue before all this craziness happens. Like it's just it's just nuts. Um, which is. is funny because like for me and you, we're not like writing articles like everyone like a lot of our friends are right now. The our craziness of Techtober is a backlog. <laughs> like that's it our is. version it of it. <laughs> a- a- absolutely, and and there's there's a lot of stuff still coming. It's we're not even halfway. Yeah. All right. Well, best of luck to the both of us for all of the work that we're about to end up doing. Uh, TK, thank you again for hanging out with me. And uh, yeah, thanks to everyone in the chat who brought in their questions and their perspectives and whatnot. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, Yes, this is the this is the actual post show hangout, but in this case, post Apple event hangout. So if you've been listening to it on the podcast feed, thank you for following the podcast and for listening and hanging out with us. All right, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and end it on this one. Let's go ahead and call it. And uh, TK, see you a little bit later on. Bye-bye, guys. Take care. Thanks again to TK for being on this post-Apple event uh, Instagram Live that we did, chatting with all of you in the audience as well. And thank you for joining us if you were part of the IG Live. If you want to be alerted to when we do these post-show Q&As, make sure you follow the PocketNow account on Instagram. You can also follow PocketNow on Twitter, and you can get over to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash PocketNow, where videos are coming out pretty much every single day. The links to follow TK and myself individually are found in the show notes. And also, if you didn't catch our full mainline episode, episode number 432, make sure you do so right here in your podcast feed. Thank you again for joining us and for listening to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast for a couple of episodes every single week. With all of that said, we're going to call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in our next episode. And perhaps in our Instagram Live for the post-show Q&A. Make sure you join us over in IG Live whenever that happens.